Welcome to Adventures in Consciousness with your host, Dr. Carl Simononic. Hello, I'm your Adventures in Consciousness host, Carl Simononic, and this introduction is the very first episode. I want to begin by telling you a little bit about myself, what this podcast is about, and why I am so passionate about its topics surrounding the greatest mystery of our time, the nature of consciousness. For starters, though, everyone has trouble with my last name, so I'll make it easy for you. It rhymes with supersonic, so say it right now, please. Simononic. Now that that's out of the way, I want to applaud you for your interest in consciousness, the most fascinating and exciting topic there could possibly be. Some people are so distracted by trivia that they couldn't care less, but you and I are of like minds in our desires to understand the deeper meanings of existence and our places in the universe, which all trace back to the nature of our consciousness. This nature of consciousness has been a mystery to people for thousands of years. Even given all that modern science knows about the brain and how it functions, nothing has tied it all together to explain what enables us to experience consciousness until now. I'm a research scientist with a PhD in physiology, which is the study of the body. We're the ones that sometimes teach medical students how our bodies work, and sometimes we do research to discover new things about how our bodies work that weren't as well understood before. I've been fortunate to have some experiences which have enabled me to apply my scientific knowledge to understanding consciousness, and the purposes of this podcast are to share what I've learned with you and to go exploring even deeper to learn new things along with you. Beginning as a child, I always wanted to know how things worked. So by the time I was six years old, I was routinely taking apart my toys and other mechanical and electronic things to satisfy my curiosity. Sometimes I could figure them out, usually I couldn't, but that didn't discourage me. I was somehow naturally drawn to science and had some great science teachers in my early years. So when I started college at Florida State University, I became a biology major to learn all I could about how living things worked. Chemistry also interested me since so much of biology is based on it, and I eventually took every chemistry course Florida State offered that had a lab to go with it because I love to work in labs. I also became interested in radiation biology and took every course the school offered in that subject too, as well as interning in an endocrinology lab using radioisotopes to measure sex hormones in experiments. In my first year of college, though, I had an accident. I had a near-death experience that turned out to be the most important and formative experience of my entire life. I'll go into more detail about near-death experiences in future episodes, but long story short, going into my own, I had been a pretty hardcore atheist, and my scientific nature couldn't ignore and overlook the intense experience I had of meeting God face-to-face, so to speak. Perhaps I should call it higher intelligence or cosmic consciousness instead of God, though, because it wasn't the God of any one religion, but a light that all the major religions of the world speak of and which they all agree exists everywhere and lives in us, too. By my own direct experience, I saw and know this to be true, 
although it took me a very long time afterward to figure out exactly what happened and what it all meant. But by slowly connecting the dots, I was eventually led to understand how our own consciousness is enabled in our brains. It happens through the interactions of two kinds of light. The first kind of light is known as biophotons, which are produced by all the living cells of our bodies. They are very weak light emissions, too faint to see with our eyes, but they are very real and well documented in the scientific literature, although they are little known even among most scientists. Biophotons are the previously overlooked key factor that enables us to scientifically understand our consciousness. Biophotons are guided together in our brains to produce a nexus, a connection point for the second kind of light. That second kind of light is the source of our consciousness, which I will call cosmic consciousness from here on. More on that source of consciousness later, residing in what physicists call the zero-point energy. This fundamental understanding is called the nexus theory of consciousness, which scientifically describes how our brains form a biophoton-based connection point for enabling consciousness in the fluid-filled spaces of our brains called the cerebral ventricles. Please bear with me for now. I realize this may seem a lot to chew on at one time, but it's not really as complicated as it might sound. I promise it will soon begin to make a lot of sense to you. The first 10 episodes of Adventures in Consciousness will enable you to begin understanding, in the context of Nexus Theory, the physical aspects of how your brain works to enable consciousness in you. After those first 10 episodes, we'll sometimes dive deeply into more details about the science of Nexus Theory, but we'll also broaden the discussion to include many other brain and consciousness related topics too. We're going to try to stay away from most woo-woo stuff and stick as much as possible with science, but sometimes there's overlap between the two, so we'll go there sometimes as well. It's going to be a fun ride with many adventures awaiting us. You'll first and foremost have the opportunity to learn exactly how your own consciousness works locally in your brain as a tiny part of the larger source of consciousness spanning the universe non-locally and instantaneously. If you are a spiritual or religious person, this understanding could add a lot to that aspect of your life. If you are an atheist or agnostic, you'll learn about physical mechanisms you probably haven't considered before that you might find sufficiently explanatory for your own consciousness without invoking any articles of faith. As you do come to understand the deepest and most important part of yourself, though, your own consciousness, you'll discover who you really are and why death is nothing to fear. If you feel lost or confused about your purpose in life, you'll learn how to find your way and you'll discover your proper relationship to other people and to animals. You'll learn some ways to observe new aspects of your own consciousness that you probably haven't noticed before, including a way to experience intense joy through a new meditative technique I developed, if you're so inclined and willing to work a bit to achieve it. Future podcast episodes will also entertain numerous other brain and consciousness related topics like optimizing brain health through nutrition and supplements, as well as ongoing advances in cognitive science, 
artificial intelligence, quantum physics, and cosmology. We are connected in profound ways to the entire universe, after all. Are you ready to begin enjoying adventures in consciousness? Well, let's get started. Let me first invite you to join my Facebook Brain and Consciousness group and my Los Angeles Brain and Consciousness meetup group. You don't actually have to live in L.A. to join up. Just go to the brainandconsciousness.com website where you'll find links to both of them. Thank you for tuning in to Adventures in Consciousness. This is your host, Carl Simononic, signing out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Adventures in Consciousness. Consciousness.